and welcome to a mini episode of Best Forgotten Movies, the podcast all about the films at time never called back. I'm Gareth Green, your lonely host for today's episode, as Andrew is away gallivanting across Europe. God only knows what STDs he will bring back. And today, amongst other things, I'm going to be taking a second second look at David Lynch's Dune, but with a twist. This time I'm watching the edited for TV three hour cut of the film, or as much of it as I can stomach. If you can remember our Dune episode, we reluctantly judged David Lynch's version of the film to be best forgotten. There's a lot that we loved about the film, but we had just as many hang-ups. You'll also recall that I reserved ultimate judgement until I had seen the three hour long version of the film. Originally that was going to be the fan edit that was doing the rounds during the recording of our podcast, but since it has been taken offline, I've had to resort to watching the TV cut of the film. I thought that hopefully a lot of the footage that Lynch was forced to cut would be reinserted back into the film and that would ultimately result in a far more rewarding experience. And boy was I wrong, because the TV edit of this film is an absolute chore. See, this is not actually a David Lynch film as it's credited to an Alan Smithy, which many will know as a famous moniker used by directors who wish to go anonymous after abandoning ownership of a film. There's a process that these directors must go through in order to attain the Alan Smithy moniker. So clearly, David Lynch wants nothing to do with this version of the film in particular. And it's clear to see why, even in the first 10 minutes. See, the TV edit opens entirely differently, with a slow zoom on a copy of the book Dune. Then begins a 10 minute prologue over what I assume is concept art, as an entirely new voiceover talks us through the Dune lore. Sure, there's more information and background in this prologue than in the theatrical version, but like that version, it's entirely unnecessary and profoundly dull in execution. There's more of it it drags for longer. That's the issue that I have here. It's another one of these things where they've not actually improved on what's already there. Instead, they've elaborated on what made the theatrical version lacking. In actuality, I preferred the Virginia Madsen's floating head version of this prologue. So not only do we have mostly useless internal monologues as with the theatrical version, but an entirely new narration that serves to simply repeat what has been said mere moments before by characters or by imagery. It pretty much just introduces all the characters as they appear. Every time a new character comes into the film, it stops so the narrator can tell us who this person is, which is just so dull. One other thing that I noticed in the opening 20 minutes or so is that there's the same special effects footage being reused over and over again. And one thing that everybody will notice almost immediately is that this version of the film adopts a 4 by 3 aspect ratio, which is common to TV over the time. It unfortunately constricts the image, and you get a sense that what you're seeing is just a slither of what's actually available. So it very much feels like a TV film in that most of the image is just taken up by headshots, really. Close-ups on people's heads. There's no real composition to the framing. Um, it, fortunately, it does a disservice to the imagery, which is one of the strong points that I had about David Lynch's theatrical version. These are issues that I never had with the theatrical version of the film. I think the TV edit actually managed to strangle out a lot of what I loved about the film. There are brief moments when the new footage works, especially as we see more of the Atreides Empire, and we get even a glimpse of what their music sounds like and what their culture is, and we also get into the Fremen culture as well and its working ways. But this new edit mostly serves to further elaborate on the same problems I had with the theatrical version. Mainly, its goals simply seem to be to over-explain every single detail and character in the dullest way possible. 
That is with ham-fisted narration and repetitive over-expository dialogue. It seems to think that by hammering home every single point as many times as it possibly can, it will make for a more rewarding experience. And that is simply wrong. So, I would say that the TV edit of Dune is certainly a film that you can skip. In fact, I'd say stick with the theatrical version. There's more to love about the theatrical version. Sure, there are glimpses in the TV edit of a better film. You do see more of this world and more of the action taking place but the presentation and the execution of all of this footage is purely wrong and we are still waiting for that director's cut that we sorely need so i'm going to judge this definitely best forgotten whereas the previous dune the theatrical cut of the film came with an asterisk it was a very reluctant thing that we had to do because actually there was a lot that both me and andy liked about the theatrical cut of dune i will say that the tv edit can be skipped entirely there's one thing that the TV edit really solidifies that we mused about when watching the theatrical version of the film, and that's that the Dune series is really demanding a HBO-type Game of Thrones show that can really delve into the rich mythology that's in Frank Herbert's books. And every now and again, you do get a glimpse of that, even in the TV edit. There's a lot more talking, there's a lot more people sat about, and you get an idea of the relationships between these people, even if they are handled in the worst way possible. And you know what? I would say that even with David Lynch at the helm still, it would be a great series. Who knows? Who knows what the future will bring? I don't think it will be a David Lynch-type series, but I do hope that when we next hear of Dune, it's that it's going to be made into a Game of Thrones-type series. I do think that that will be the best outcome for both Frank Herbert's material and for audiences everywhere. So moving quickly on from the TV editor of Dune, um, we have more news in fact for future episodes of the show. See in preparation for James Bond's next adventure inspector, Andy and I will be taking part in a James Bond marathon. So over a three day period we will watch every available James Bond film including the unofficial ones so that means Never Say Never Again and the Casino Royale that nobody's actually seen which actually leaves us with very little time to sleep, eat and shower. So personal hygiene will be taking a hit on this one, folks. It's going to be a very smelly room when we're done with it. The event will be live-tweeted on our Twitter page at B4Movies, and you can bet your ass that it will be covered in a future episode. Anyway, we've created this event in order to raise money for Manchester and Cheshire Dogs Home, which is an organisation that works towards rehabilitating and rehoming stray dogs. Um, we chose this organisation because we here at Best Forgotten Movies believe every dog deserves a second chance at a forever home. And no donation is too small, so please contribute whatever you can. Even by just spreading awareness of this charity event, you can help us a great deal. You will find the charity page at www.justgiving.com forward slash James Bondathon. That's www.justgiving.com forward slash James Bondathon. Um, you can also find a link to that on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Like I say, donate whatever you can if you are able to donate. It's towards a great cause and even just a retweet or a reshare. That will do us greatly. And in other news, we've also been receiving some suggestions from our audience as to which episodes we should cover in the future. So far, I've had films like Virtuosity, Brain Candy, The Kids in the Hall movie, Tank Girl, Miracle Mile, Last Night, and Felina, I think, is, was another film that was recommended to us. Uh, these are all great films, most of them of which um, I would definitely regard as being forgotten. And we are certainly going to get round to covering a few of them, so we actually really can't wait for that. So please do keep your suggestions going, keep them coming in, because we've got, 
we've got plenty of time for this shit, keep people. We can do this all day. So anyway, I think that's all we have time for for this week's episode of Best Forgotten Movies. Be sure to like, share and subscribe. And remember, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at B4Movies. So please do get in touch with your suggestions for possible episodes as you have no excuse not to. And join us next week when Andy and I will be bringing our umbrellas to our viewing of Ridley Scott's Black Rain. But for now, it's bye from myself and bye from Andy, whose spirit I am channeling. Which means he must be dead. As dead as Bruce Willis. God rest his soul. So it's business by usual next week and thanks for listening. It's the best